Chargers pregame before the doubleheader against Cal State Fullerton. Justin Johnson joins us uh, back with us for game two, but we'll uh, talk to him for a little bit with regard to the uh, Highlanders. Tough one yesterday, Coach, but you were in a position to win it late. You had the time run in scoring position in the bottom of the ninth, and top of your order coming up. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can ask for is a chance. Obviously, Friday nights are going to be tough. Bybee was uh, really good, like he is on a Friday, and Zach pitched well and gave ourselves a chance, and that's what Friday nights are in the Big West. They're going to be close games, low scoring. Uh, the team, like we talked about yesterday, that executes is probably going to win. We got some bunts down, did some things, and like you said, we had the time run at second base with one out uh, and had an opportunity to have the top of the order with Travis Bohall and then Pofek, and, you know, they, they pitched well and got – got out of it and that's why they won so another good game I'm pretty sure today but that's what Friday nights are in the Big West we expect that you guys and they they, they got a little bit more production out of seven eight nine you know Mata had a couple of hits Stewart obviously I hit pretty well yesterday uh, Ethan executed the sacrifice for you late so you got production out of seven eight nine they got a little bit more their number nine guy had three runs batted in but uh, we talked about Tucker Julie yesterday one of your other freshman pitchers Eric Marujo He's been pretty good. You guys showed some real confidence in him throwing him in that game yesterday right after you lifted Jacobs. Yeah, we, we like Marujo. He has a really good changeup. Thinks that, that we can get some ground balls in certain situations when we bring him into innings and, and get us out of innings. And he's done a good job. Uh, obviously, these are valuable innings for, for freshmen, like we talked about yesterday, where they didn't get a lot of fall. We didn't get any fall games. So they're kind of thrown into the fire. But we have confidence in our guys. And, uh, you know, whether they're freshmen or not, he came in and did a pretty good job. You're 100% correct that uh, I think we got some, we had good contributions from 7, 8, and 9, but they had better. You know, obviously White had three RBIs and clutched up for them, and that, that was basically what won the game. That base hit up the middle, uh, given that 3-1 lead, he, he clutched up and made, you know, made, made the play. So uh, definitely encouraged with our freshmen, uh, and we'll just keep throwing them out there. Uh, today, in terms of their starting pitching, how do you manage it? I know you're dealing with some injuries. Uh, do you have a rotation in mind, or is it just whatever happens, happens? you got to manage the game the way the game goes. Uh, we, we probably have two or three different things in mind. I mean, ideally, to be honest with you, I'd like to go Tucker for five or six, however that rolls out, and then we're probably going to go Latchman after that. If he can go three or four, whatever's left, that would be the ideal world. Uh, we know that always doesn't play out. So if Tucker goes out there, we also have Martin or Bateson ready behind him in the bullpen and Kevin West. So we have two or three different game plans. Ideally would be Tucker right to, to latch and, and be done with game one and we'll move on to game two. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk like we normally do because you didn't have football this year. So I didn't get a chance to come and look at some of the new guys. But one of the guys from the beginning when you and I talked, you were really high on Eli Stewart from the beginning. And I know you recruited him as JC Kid, coaches son and all that. First of all, obviously it's worked out. You were right. I mean, he looks fantastic for you guys. What was it about him that you knew? Because J.C. Kids is a hit or miss. Some guys can come with the hit the ground running. Some guys, it takes them a couple of months, maybe a year to get adjusted. Why did you know that Eli Stewart was going to fit right into this club? Well, I, I think on that, you know, Michael Ferris coached him last year at Golden West. In the year before that, Thomas Walker, obviously our alumni who's now at uh, – San Jose State coached him, and so those two guys who I have a lot of faith and confidence in, and they know how to, you know how to coach the game and what mm -hmm. they're looking at, told me like, hey, listen, JJ, this guy can play. You're you're gonna love this guy. 100% honest, we didn't think he'd be hitting 350. You know, so I mean, 350 is a bonus. I know the kid can play defense. Everybody swore to that. They liked his bat. 
but they weren't sure if that was going to play at that rate. And we'll see if he holds, you know, 350. But, no, we knew he was a, like you said, a coach's kid, gym rat. They, they, the, no one's going to outwork that kid being out on the field. Both uh, Ferris and Thomas told me that. So I knew he would fit in with our work ethic and the kind of guys that I was looking to get in here and that we want to get in here. So I knew that that would be no problem from the get-go. Like I said, obviously hitting 350 makes it makes me look like the comments to you were, were really good, but obviously that's on Eli putting in the work, and it's, I'm glad it's paying off for him. Yeah, and last thing for you, and, and we discussed this a little bit, but every Saturday now you're going to play a doubleheader going forward. Um, what's the challenge from a, from a management standpoint? Obviously personnel-wise and pitching-wise, there are challenges, but just in terms of preparation, getting these guys ready, uh, are you the kind of coach you like to pencil the same you know, eight, eight guys in? You can't really do that on a Saturday when you're playing two games. You've got to move some parts around. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously, it's funny. I tell Audie she's the most important person during the week, the, the trainer, making sure these guys are physically prepared to play because it is tough to get the guys in a doubleheader and play all 18 innings because what even makes it tougher, Gasol, is there's a game tomorrow. So just playing the 18 innings today is tough. But then there's a game tomorrow. So obviously, like our catcher, Ethan, is going to start game one. He will not catch game two today. I'm not catching a kid 18 innings. Uh, so there will be a few changes in the lineup. But uh, health is the key, right? If they're, if they're healthy and they can play, uh, we're going to run them out there as many games as we can. But we're, we're cautious and obviously talking to the trainer and seeing how they are physically, whether we have to give a guy a blow here and there. And, and the guys have done a good job so far of communicating. I know last weekend even – uh, like Mata, we talked about yesterday, came to me and said, Coach, I have a little uh, hip flexor thing. I don't know if I can play. All right, we'll put the next guy in. So the kids have done a good job of communicating, and that's going to be the key as well, communicating with Audie and myself. Uh, but we would like to get the same lineup in as many times as possible. We'll move a few guys around, and we have confidence in the guys we're putting in. So that, that helps. All right, well, good luck, Coach. Thanks again. Thanks, Dal. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Justin Johnson joining us on Highlanders pregame, back with the lineups and the first pitch after this.